Hi, everyone. As you may have realized from the title of the episode, we're going to be talking about trauma in the chakras. This can be a very sensitive topic, and I wanted you to know right up front so you can make the best decision for you about listening to these episodes. They will not be graphic or specific, but if you think it'll cause you harm to listen, please don't. Your emotional and mental health is really important. Take care of it. Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi there. How is your day going? I am not going to lie, it's been a bit of a wild few weeks for me. If you listened a few episodes ago, I mentioned that I'm in the process of moving halfway across the country. It's a lot of change, a lot of unknowns, and a lot of stress. You know, I mean, just like you would expect, right? But I try to remember that these are the kinds of times when I really get to tap into this work that we're all doing and turn my intellectual knowledge into practical application, right? That's a little like what we're going to be talking about in this series, how to turn what gets into our heads from books or the internet or podcasts into actual work that we can do. Like I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about traumas to the chakras. Trauma is a really loaded word. It brings to mind huge life-changing moments, accidents, or the awful things that can happen to human beings as they go through life. And that is definitely part of it. But another part of trauma, especially to the energetic body, can be small things that we accumulate over the years. We're going to talk about both, how they show themselves in each chakra, and some practices to help heal if you recognize yourself in any of the descriptions. Ways that you can actively take control of your chakra health. What I will not be doing is getting into graphic details or discussing specific people or stories other than maybe my own. A lot of times I do like specific examples, but in this case, I think that more generalized information will be okay. You'll be able to take it and see if it applies to your own life in any way. Trauma work can be really challenging. So if at any point it's too much, just hit pause. You can come back later or, or not. I'm probably not supposed to tell people to turn off the podcast, but in this case, it's, it's okay. But also know that healing begins with acknowledgement looking within, recognizing ourselves, and being okay with it, even when it's uncomfortable. But this is a podcast, not a therapy session, so you'll need to make good decisions for yourself. We don't want to force healing, of course, I mean, partly because it doesn't work, but also because we never want the cure to be worse than the injury. Okay, and the last thing I want to mention is that when we talk about these things, we tend to see ourselves in every situation. It's 
It's like taking an abnormal psychology class and seeing yourself in every topic and you start to think, oh gosh, maybe I am a homicidal maniac. You're not. Almost certainly you're not. It's it's a simplification in a lot of ways. So yes, you can relate to trauma in every chakra, but that doesn't mean it has to be a big thing. You likely don't have significant trauma in every chakra, although it might feel like you do as you're listening because the symptoms can be broad. Probably it just means that you're human, which is wonderful. And maybe your chakra could use a little attention. Not that it needs a complete overhaul or that you're a mess or you're damaged in some way. It doesn't mean that at all. We're all living through this experience of life and we're going to struggle some. Having some trauma or imbalance in your chakras isn't wrong or bad or any other moral judgment that we tend to put on things. It's just a part of getting through life. So I know that was kind of a long intro, but hopefully you know it's just because I care about your emotional and mental safety. If you have specific questions or want to talk about your situation, just contact me directly. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. If you're new to the chakras, Let's just start with a quick overview of the root chakra. It's located at the base of your spine and physically it governs a good portion of your lower body, hips and legs and feet. The root chakra is primarily concerned with safety and security and feeling grounded and connected to the earth. It's our basic needs, the things that need to be met so we can feel safe, like food, uh, shelter, warmth, the things that only other people can provide us when we're babies. When this chakra is balanced and those needs are met, we can believe in our basic human right to exist, to be here, and to be authentically ourselves. The root chakra has other aspects, but understanding just this small part can help you identify trauma or imbalance and help send you into your healing journey. So let's get to it. Trauma to the root chakra. How would you know if there was trauma here? What kinds of things would you see in your life? Since the root chakra deals with physical safety and security, when those things are threatened, we see injury to the area. You might see it as being obsessed with money, the, the feeling that you need to hoard money or food or goods because there is never enough, a need for absolute control over your money, but also stress when a family member is careless in your experience with money, the fear that Money is limited and will run out and devastation will come to you. Worst case scenario thinking all the time. A constant circle of what if around your literal survival. 
And the source of this can be obvious. If as a child you experienced prolonged hunger or homelessness or food or housing insecurity of any kind, naturally that can produce anxiety around this topic. Insecurity like this can also be generational. If your parents or grandparents had root chakra trauma around physical survival, that can be passed on, even if you didn't experience it directly. Their beliefs, consciously or unconsciously, express themselves in actions that children pick up on. A child can't understand what they're feeling or thinking or experiencing, so it just gets filed away and later manifests in life as insecurity and fear. We've, we see this a lot with, with children and grandchildren of the Great Depression or of Holocaust survivors. There's no blame to be laid here. We can remember that everyone is doing their best, but if you experience this deep fear for your security and safety, it could have started in childhood, even if you didn't understand what was happening at the time. Another indicator of severe trauma in the root is a debilitating fear of abandonment, which can show itself in a couple of ways. When people are very afraid of abandonment, they can be really clingy in relationships, of course, always doubting that their partner is being truthful, doubting that they're good enough for the kind of love that they want, fearful that the relationship won't last, And this can be the case not just in romantic relationships, but friendships, even work relationships. You might have heard of imposter syndrome when you think that you're not qualified for the job you're doing and you're just waiting to be found out and fired. This is very, very real. And it stems from the root chakra, the feeling that you're not enough. So we live in fear that what we have what makes us feel safe and secure will be taken away at any moment. Sometimes this fear runs so deep that we cling to things that aren't even good for us. The fear of not having becomes greater than the fear of having something we don't even really want. On the other hand, some people who have a root chakra-based fear of abandonment never attached to anyone or anything. They may have all the same fears and issues as someone who expresses their trauma through excessive attachment, but they don't seem to care about whether anything or anyone stays in their life. It might be the classic leave them before they leave you behavior, or maybe it's just that they aren't invested in a relationship or a situation actively refusing to grow roots in a place. It's, it's possible that people with this experience believe that they don't care or don't need anyone. They can feel overly self-reliant, forgetting that we're all on this earth together. And one of our primary needs is to connect and lean on each other. We see this abandonment Fear come out of some obvious things, like a parent leaving your life early, voluntarily or involuntarily, or children who move a lot from place to place. Root chakra trauma is generally tied to early childhood, so insecurity during those years tends to show itself here. 
um, neglect or abuse of any kind can traumatize the root chakra because it invalidates the basic right of this energy center, which is to be here and to be our authentic self. Uh, It destabilizes us. And instead of a strong foundation to build our lives on, we're left trying to find anything at all to steady ourselves. This could show itself as imposing strict rules around your behavior, uh, or it can be abandoning your own body and forgetting to take care of yourself. That simply continues the pattern of neglect. Or unconsciously seeking out people and situations that mimic our early experiences. We get used to a certain level of stress, and when that goes away, we feel off, not understanding that it's healthier physically and mentally and emotionally to be without that kind of stress, but it feels so different. It feels so uncomfortable. We think something is wrong. So we're looking to recreate the situations that cause that level of stress that feels what we've come to believe is normal. Root chakra trauma steers us toward recreating those situations over and over again because we've built our foundation on that feeling. Now, you may find yourself relating to both sides of these situations, right? You're thinking, oh, in some cases I do that and the other times I do something else. Well, that's really normal. We all use coping strategies, pulling from wherever we think will work in the moment. Sometimes you may feel excessive in your route. Other times you may feel like it's weak. Without a strong foundation too, our our upper chakras can get really overactive because any energy that might have been used in the root chakra gets pushed upward. This creates anxiety and worry, which can feed directly into any of the issues we just talked about. And the cycle goes on until we decide that enough is enough. We look inside and learn what's happening and decide to heal. We decide to bring this, our first energy center, back into balance. Because while the trauma wasn't your fault, especially if it happened when you were a child, it can now be your responsibility, which is amazing. Because I love that with this work, we have the power to heal ourselves. Now, first though, and you're you're going to hear me say a lot during this series. Take care of your physical, emotional, and mental safety in the here and now first. If you are in a dangerous situation, find a way to leave. Get help. You don't have to do it alone. Find a therapist. There are some excellent online options that can be quite affordable In fact, I am going to put some links in the show notes so that you can check out the kinds of options that are available. One that I'm going to link to specifically has some free resources too, so you don't even have to pay for it. Some things that you can just check out and put in your toolbox for your mental and emotional health. Now, chakra work can complement and go with traditional therapies. If you need medication, take it. I I cannot stress this enough. When we talk about holistic healing, that is all part of it. It all works together toward making you feel better. Okay? 
Now, some things that you can do that will specifically help you begin healing your root chakra. And remember that even if you don't feel you have significant trauma or you would just consider yourself to have a little imbalance here, these tools can help you too. So starting very simple, start to reconnect with your body. The root chakra is a very physical energy center and so much of the time, Trauma here causes us to disconnect from the physical. Do grounding meditations. Try some easy yoga poses. Focus on your body, the legs and the hips especially. Spend time noticing your body, appreciating your body, being grateful that you have the body you have and that it allows you to do the things you do. Walk, sit, move in any way. Notice how your body feels and be consciously aware of it. You can also get out into nature. This is an excellent way to center your root chakra. And it doesn't have to be much. A park, maybe. Even just getting out into the fresh air will do wonders. Sunshine is great too. Take a walk if you can. It, it really will help balance and center and ground your root chakra energy. If you want to get a little deeper into the work, you can do some body reconnecting journaling. Use use prompts like my feet are and that makes me feel and just fill in the blanks. You could also draw your body if that feels more useful. If you opt for these exercises, try to do the whole body at one time. We want to start seeing and experiencing ourselves as whole, one being, not objectifying each individual part. You might try getting a massage to feel your body, to have sensation in your body. Or if you're feeling a particular emotion on any given day, try noticing exactly what the emotion feels like in your body. What's the physical sensation there? Is it in your stomach? or in your chest, or in your shoulders, or in your neck. What's the physical sensation? What's the vibration in your body that goes along with that emotion? Another simple thing to try is try standing up more. That sounds so odd sometimes, but we have a really seated world. Try standing and feeling the floor underneath you, where your weight falls on your feet, how your legs feel as they hold you up. How does the sensation change if you take a step or stand on one foot? Or or lie on your back with your knees bent and your feet flat on the floor. Push into the ground in a variety of ways and just notice the sensations. This one is particularly good, this lying down one. If you have childhood trauma, and need to ground from experiences in the beginning of life when you might not have been walking. Now try any or all of these. You can also go back to episode 35, which was root chakra healing practices. There are lots of ideas there as well. This is going to be one of our more intense series, possibly. Be patient. Give yourself grace and know that healing is possible. If you want to start working with a therapist, use the link in the show notes or find someone on your own. 
If you have questions about the chakra itself or how chakra coaching can be used in this process, reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram. You can follow me there. I'm at Your Chakra Coach. This work can be challenging for sure, but the results of healing trauma in each chakra are amazing if you're willing to put in the time and effort. And you are worth the time and effort to put into yourself. Let me know how it goes, and I look forward to talking with you again next week. Take care.